Welcome to the BK Talks Business Podcast. I'm your host, BK, and I am a female entrepreneur with a passion for international business and entrepreneurship. I've run businesses in the Middle East where I've lived for the past 10 years, as well as in my home country, Botswana. I am so excited to bring you this podcast that celebrates the entrepreneurial spirit of women in Africa, the Middle East, and everywhere in between. Whether you are already running a business or just considering taking the leap, this podcast is for you. Get ready for some laughs, some insider secrets, and some business breakthroughs that just might change the way you think about entrepreneurship. I cannot wait to hear about your entrepreneurial journey. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of BK Talks Business. I don't know about you, but I am looking forward to the holidays. I need to take a much needed break. It's been both a long and a short year, hasn't it? It's quite bizarre, (laughs) but I am ready to take some time out. But before that, I am in the process of planning my next year, you know, getting clear on my goals, setting timelines and all of that good, good stuff. And part of this process is reflecting on the wins and the fails of this year. And by fails, I really mean, you know, the goals that it didn't quite reach or the projects that didn't quite work out. Um, So all of this is in my head right now. And, you know, part of this process, like I said, is working through what do we do with these failures? How do we process them? Well, I recently heard of this concept of failing forward, and I love this because it is such a powerful tool. So what exactly is failing forward? Well, this is a concept that kind of challenges, you know, this traditional notion of failure being the end of the road. Instead, it's about viewing failure as a crucial part of the journey towards success. Failing forward is a concept that refers to the acceptance of failure and using it as a stepping stone to future success. It means that you're not being crippled by failing, but you have chosen to respect each failure for the lessons that it um, they taught you and to apply those lessons in your future efforts, even if those efforts might fail. I know. <laughs> the idea, though, is to learn from your mistakes and use them to your advantage. So failing forward, failing forward requires you to take responsibility, to learn from your mistakes, to see where you can take new risks or challenge old assumptions and really just persevere through failure. It's important to change our perception of failure and to see it as a necessary part um, as we move towards success, whatever success might mean to you. So I love this um, quote by Michael Jordan. Um, He famously and rightly said, and I quote, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 
26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over again in my life. And that's why I succeed. End quote. So failures, these failures were not small. They were not insignificant. But he didn't let them be the reason why he gave up basketball. Otherwise, it'd be no Michael Jordan, right? So by putting mistakes into perspective, we can see failure as just a momentary event, not a a, a symptom of a lifelong epidemic. You know, thought leaders like John C. Maxwell or Ryan Babineau have shared their thoughts um, on this very concept of failing forward with books titled Fail Forward (laughs) and Fail Fast, Fail Often. And these highlight this idea that failure isn't the end. It's just a crucial pit stop on your road to winning. So one of my favorite quotes from John C. Maxwell is, fail early, fail often, but always fail forward. And the reason why this matters is because come on, failure is inevitable, right? Whether it's in our personal lives or professional pursuits, we will encounter setbacks. We will make make mistakes. But how we respond to these setbacks, that is what defines how we um, kind of show up, right? How can we use what we've learned and move forward with new plans, In business, failing forward is about turning those stumbling blocks into stepping stones. It's about extracting lessons that we've learned about ourselves, our product, our market, all of that. And it helps us make informed decisions as we move forward. One thing about failure, though, it can feel complicated because we can attach ourselves to failure, which makes it difficult for us to see or to get the learning experience from it. So one um, significant factor is our perception of self, self-worth. When we fail, it's common to misinterpret things and begin to question our abilities, our competence, and even our identity. So this then directly affects our self-esteem. Failure can trigger a decrease in self-esteem and we, uh, we might begin to doubt our capa- capabilities and even our value. So it's kind of natural to not want to face where we failed because of the tendency to think that failure speaks to who we are as people. But... And I've had to also do this in my own life. You know, we are not our failures. We are more than what we've failed, more than our quantifiable success. So kind of letting that idea settle in our minds that we are not our failures and that failures can be opportunities to learn. So it is helpful for us to see our failures with a rather investigative or curious uh, lens. 
um, if you have a team within your business, then it, I think it's especially important to address where, uh, where we failed or what didn't go well alongside with what did go well. Ignoring failure in business kind of um, extends beyond just merely kind of brushing it away, but it really sets the motion, sets in motion a series of kind of detrimental consequences that can seep into other parts of your organizational structure. And these might not seem immediate at first, but it has long-term effect on your company culture. You know, the ability to innovate going forward um, or even just overall success in your company. So let me explain what I mean. When failures are swept under the rug, I think what tends to happen is kind of like a toxic culture of fear can take root within your team. You know, employees can witness what happens when failure is avoided and become maybe a little bit apprehensive about thinking outside the box or taking risks. So the fear of job security becomes really, really what they stick to and they and it stifles creativity and it kind of kills that willingness to experiment with new ideas. So in such an environment, employees may prefer to maintain the status quo, you know, avoid any action that could potentially lead to failure. But innovation thrives in an atmosphere where experimentation is encouraged and when um, views or risks are viewed as opportunities. So by ignoring failure, leaders can unintentionally hinder growth and innovation um, within their teams. Failure, when addressed openly, can serve as a catalyst for creative problem solving and uh, development of groundbreaking solutions. You know, we've heard of stories of very many innovators who failed and because of what they learned when they failed, that's when they had the game-changing idea. So in a culture that kind of shuns failures, opportunity for innovation, creativity, and um, are lost. And the organization really runs a risk of becoming stagnant and um not really catching up or keeping up with an evolving business landscape. The, you know, we've all heard of this saying, you know, that history repeats itself. And this is so true when you don't face where you failed or you ignore failures altogether. Um, unaddressed mistakes become ingrained in organizational fabric, which leads to this cycle of repeated mistakes. So without a collaborative effort to understand and learn from past failures, team members are likely to make the same mistakes again or encounter similar challenges in the future and then address them in the same way 
and it will lead to the same results. So recognizing and addressing failures collectively transforms them from liabilities into this valuable learning experience that helps you identify what the causes are and then how to address them in a way that could actually make a difference um, within your company. So when leaders choose to ignore failures, they erode team morale and team trust. You know, team members can feel disconnected when their efforts go unrecognized and when their failures are left unaddressed. People don't grow, right? If If you don't know how to improve for next time, you won't grow as a person. But... You know, this sense of problem solving together creates a sense of unity and um, team members tend to be able then to trust leadership and then have the confidence to take risks and to confront challenges. And this goes again into fostering team spirit and team resilience. So, Every failure really is an opportunity for improvement and we don't want to miss out on the crucial lessons and insights that could lead to, you know, improving our processes or strategies or even just our overall performance. So when we see failures as teachable moments, we are provided with groundwork for this continuous improvement, this ability to adapt evolve and really stay ahead of a really dynamic business landscape. Another thing that makes fear uh, failure kind of um, quite complicated and misunderstood is that it brings with it a fear of judgment, right? You know, we live in a world where success is so celebrated, it's so out there, it's so in your face and failure is if it is talked about, it is stigmatized. So people are afraid of being judged or criticized uh, for being for failing. You know, nobody really celebrates failure on social media. And so this fear of judgment can be a really powerful force which influences how we interact with our failures. You know, if you are like me and you had set goals and had ideas for your business that didn't quite work out, you know, for various reasons, because I also think that you have to objectively assess why the goals were not met or the thing, whatever it was, was not achieved. But, you know, whatever the case, it's perfectly natural to experience a range of emotions, from you know disappointment to frustration to sadness maybe even anger at times and and these emotion, emotions are part of the human way we deal with experiences but the key thing is to kind of recognize that these emotions are transient they are reactions to a specific event and they are not um it's not a permanent state. So understanding this allows us to process and navigate our emotional 
responses in a healthier way, knowing that, okay, this was in a moment, I failed in this moment, but it does not make me a complete failure. And so I'm able to kind of feel the feelings, work through them, and then move ahead. So how we interpret and respond to these emotions really does determine whether failure becomes a hindrance or a facilitator of growth. If we let our emotions overwhelm us and define our self-worth, then failure is not a learning experience, but it is a legitimate roadblock. But on the flip side, if we look objectively at where we have failed, you know, with an open mind, ready to learn and ready to build our resilience, ready to build our growth mindset, then we can see it as an opportunity to to develop and to improve. People who tend to do this recognize that this is not indicative of their self-value or their inherent value, but it's rather a chance to learn, a chance to adapt, a chance to improve, whether it is on themselves or on their product or, or on their approach. And of course, this takes planning. <laughs> this takes planning. Part of the reason why, you know, I, I'm all for scheduling, um, you know, yearly planning and yearly review so early, as early as, you know, end of October or November is because it takes time to really reflect and really get down, you know, to understanding, okay, what did I miss? Why did I miss this? Um, Is it because of me? And why is it because of me? Um, So it really does take time to 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 get to the bottom of of certain things and this really does help identify then what comes next and by what comes next i mean okay now that i've i've gotten to the bottom of why i failed in th- this goal what does that mean do i need to take a course in a certain area? Do I need to look at a certain process and kind of figure out where it is broken? Do I need to, um, I don't know, fix my marketing? I can tell you right now that my marketing needs work because um, I'm not very good at it and it's something that I know I need to work on. So how am I going to fix it? Right? How am I going to make sure that moving forward in 2024 that it is it is an improvement from 2023? Do I need to outsource? If I do, then who do I outsource to? So you see, there's so many um, internal kind of processes that I go through in thinking through what my next steps are. So evaluating failure does require a plan. It uh, requires intentional time and energy to focus on really reflecting, you know, asking questions, taking time to find the answers to those questions. And sometimes this 
looks uh, this plan includes looking for resources for support or maybe even asking from others for their input to help you process failure effectively. So this is very much a personal growth exercise um, that will really lay a great foundation for your strategic plan going forward. So I am in this process myself and I'm taking advantage of the white space in my calendar this holiday season to kind of slow down, do some reflecting and some strategic planning. So, which is great, which is great. And uh, I'm loving the process, which obviously means then that a lot of things have to slow down, as you can imagine. One of those things is this is this podcast, um, which will be going on break. So I'll be back in your ears on the week of the uh, January 8th, 2024. I already, because my mind kind of works <laughs> sometimes super fast, I'm already planning. Um, I already have some things in place, which I'm excited about, some great interviews and conversations coming up. But in the meantime, um, uh, regular posting will will be on hold for now and for four weeks um, as I get some things clear and uh, as I get my planning kind of solidified. So in the meantime, I'll be on Instagram. So you can, you can join me there. Um, links to all, you know, social media are in the show notes. I, I do hope you have a restful holiday season. If you do celebrate Christmas, I wish you a very merry, merry Christmas. Um, yeah, so changing this narrative around failure requires just this profound shift in perception, um, particularly for those of us who've been conditioned to perceive failure as a terrible thing that we should avoid at all costs. Uh, but I'm really loving, because I'm, I'm going through it right now, um, I'm reading it right now, John C. Maxwell book, Failing Forward, Turning Mistakes into Stepping Stones for Success. And he really emphasizes this shift and highlights that the distinction between average and achieving individuals just lies in their perception of and their response to failure. So it challenges individuals to redefine our relationship with failure, viewing it not as an obstacle, but as a necessary step to success. So what if we changed the way we think about and speak about failure? What if we stopped seeing it as the worst possible outcome and started viewing it as an opportunity to grow? What if we dared to fail forward? You know, if you've considered anyone who has ever made it, you will quickly see that the way to their success was never or has never been an absence of failure but it's rather the mastery of perseverance learning resilience and growth all of which accompanies the art of failing forward so i hope i really hope that this inspires you as much as it has inspired me i wish you all the best for the new year 
a new beginning always is so full of possibilities. So I'll talk to you real soon, my friend. Goodbye for now.